Hi, I'm Sybil and I am now good and ready to stream your WIA national news from the hub on VK1 WIA. From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4, Baker Baker. This is the WIA National News for week commencing August 8, 2021. And don't forget WIA's National News and your three W's. Wash your hands, wear your mask, watch your distance. In today's news, Lee Moyle, VK3GK, WIA Vice President, joins us. The international community has been abuzz this week with news that the Bouvet Island de-expedition could be back on track. WIA News has reported on RFI from water previously, but the manufacturer still claims it's a cure for a wide span of diseases. Sue VK5AYL, the Alara Contest Manager, joins Felix this week from Contest Headquarters, and we go on the road to Morocco. And in Special Interest Group News, Cole VK3GTV reminds all today is the VK1 Sota Winter Cuso Party. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. Good morning from Lee Moyle, VK3GK, WIA Vice President. The WIA Board wishes to inform the members and welcome back to Pubcom Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, to the role of Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine. As some of you will recall, Roger's former careers in journalism and publishing include terms as editor of Electronics Today International, ETI, editor-publisher of Australian Electronics Monthly, AEM, and editor of CB Australia. He also served terms as editor of leading trade journals, Manufacturers Monthly, and Electronics News, not to mention medical imaging and monitoring. He was also a successful contributor to The Australian, The Age, The Bulletin, and other mass media titles. Naturally, Roger's contributions to Amateur Radio magazine over the decades also needs mentioning. The WA board look forward to once again seeing Roger perform his expertise along with the amazing Pubcom group to produce a first-class dedicated Amateur Radio magazine published in both hard copy and digital formats for our readers. The August-September edition is being compiled as we speak and a blockbuster it will be. If you would like to contribute an article or other content to AR Magazine or thinking of joining the Pubcom team, please email your expression of interest to the Secretary, Simon Rumble, VK2VSR, who can be reached at simon at simonrumble.com. 7-3 from Lee, VK3GK. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello. The international community has been abuzz this week with news that the Bouvet Island de-expedition could be back on track. They're said to be negotiating with a new charter vessel. Yes, planning begins anew. The Intrepid DX Group's plans for a 2023 de-expedition to Bouvet Island are back on the front burner. In a brief announcement to the Global DX Community, D-Expedition co-leader Paul Ewing, November 6 Papa Sierra Echo, said a new charter vessel contract is in the offering. The Three Yankees Zero Juliet D-Expedition has refunded all donations to its earlier announced plan, advanced before losing its contract with the charter vessel Braveheart, and Ewing conceded that there was a high degree of uncertainty that we could move forward. 
Braveheart, Captain Nigel Jolly, Kilo 6 November Romeo Juliet, told the de-expedition in June that the Braveheart was being put up for sale and he was cancelling its contract for the three Yankee Zero Juliet voyage. Ewing said this week that the team has found a suitable and affordable vessel whose skipper is willing to take a group of a dozen DXs to Bouvet, and they are negotiating the terms of that charter contract at present. We have submitted a new application to the Norwegian Polar Institute, Ewing said. RFI from Water. IRTS News reports that devices called Wasser Matrix, sold by a Swiss company by the same name, have been identified as the source of QRM around 144.015 MHz across European countries. The manufacturer claims it will vitalise, structure or energise water, thus making drinking water healthier and curing a wide span of diseases from oncologic and virological to orthopaedic kinds. Following complaints, these devices have now been banned from sale in Germany after an investigation by the local communications regulator. Reports include direct identification of devices near Frankfurt Airport. The devices use an unstable power oscillator around 144.015 MHz with a wide noise skirt and produce 20 watts output over periods of five minutes. Strong overtones can be heard at 288 and 432 MHz. For the user of the purifier, this translates into a calculated EMF exposure of about 28 volts per metre, enough to possibly upset a heart pacemaker. Lima Alpha 2 Fox Delta Alpha and Lima Bravo 6 Romeo India cross the North Sea in a sailing vessel. These two radio amateurs, one passenger and one crew, are aboard Stratsrad Lemkul as it's cruising from northern Norway to the southern parts. The cruise is being televised on national TV six days a week and the edited programs are available via internet. Saturday 31st of July, the two were shown on national TV talking about amateur radio while the vessel was underway from the Shetlands back to Western Norway. Their interview is at 3 hours 11 minutes into the recording that's available via the link we like in this week's text edition. News from Region 2, Chile's Defence Minister recognises radio amateurs. Chile's Minister of National Defence, Charlie Echo One Juliet India Uniform, has been a radio amateur since 1980. In a QSO recently held between he and colleagues Dino Basomi, Charlie Echo Three Papa Golf, Radio Club de Chile President, and Angel Taranzo, Charlie Echo 3 November Yankee, Director of the Chilean Federation of Amateur Radio Clubs, he highlighted the relevance of radio amateurs who are always willing and able to help their communities when it becomes necessary. In Chile, the work of radio amateurs in the area of communications during emergency and disaster situations is well recognised and taken into account by the government. Natural disasters are frequent in Chile and its territory is widespread. Therefore, emergency preparedness is one of the activities where many Chilean amateurs usually participate. News from Region 3, Prosecution for Possessing a Prohibited Radio. Recently, New Zealand's Radio Spectrum Management successfully brought charges against a person who was found guilty of possessing an unrestricted two-way radio. The prohibited radio was found in a vehicle by police officers during a routine pullover. On further analysis, the prohibited radio had police frequencies programmed into the unit and was able to transmit on police channels. 
The owner appeared in the Wongari District Court and was found guilty of charges under the Radio Communications Act 1989. It is illegal for any person, apart from New Zealand police, to transmit on police channels. Unsolicited radio communication can cause serious harm and put officers and the New Zealand public in danger. Amateur radio operator digs deep for yet another award. The Hindu newspaper reports on the achievements of radio amateur M. Sanil Deep, Victor Uniform 3, Sierra India Oscar. The ham from Kotsakodi, who recently entered the America Book of Records, has certificates of 14 such records adorning the drawing room of his home. All of these records for the longest-running broadcast show BCDX Net for shortwave radio listeners every Sunday for the last 30 years. As a net controller with the individual call sign Victor Uniform 3 Sierra India Oscar, he has been broadcasting since 1990. In 1998, a talk given by Mr Deep was aired by Adventist World Radio from Guam in the Pacific Ocean on the 10th anniversary of BCDX Net, and again in 2008 for the 20th anniversary of the show. So far, he has connected with radio stations in around 200 countries, using the ham radio set up at his residence, the Golden Book of Records, India Book of Records, World Records India, Limca Book of Records... Arabian World Record and Asia Book of Records have already acknowledged his achievements. Jason VK2LAW here, and I'll sign off, but for now, with breaking news, here is editor Graham VK4BB. As floods from the recent monsoon in the western Indian state of Maharashtra swept through villages, raising the death toll to nearly 200, amateur radio operators traded their radios for relief kits and dispersed through the villages in the Satara district to distribute help. The flooding late last month, which resulted in landslides and water levels surging to heights of 20 feet in some areas, prompted officials to undertake the state's largest flood evacuation in recent decades. The Satara Institute of Hams handed over more than 100 kits containing basic groceries, blankets, water and medicine, according to postings on social media. Hams assisted in the assembly and distribution of the kits included Niron John Supka, VU3GBX, Shonton Ukarandi, VU3GBZ, and Rohit Basal, VU2MIB slash W2MIB. Rohit told Newsline in an email that the ham radio team also helped establish communications between people in the affected area and officials in the local district administration. Writing on their Facebook page, the hams acknowledged the generosity of the station's benefactors. They wrote, and I quote, Thank you donors. This would not have been possible without your support. End quote. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. RD or Remembrance Day Contest will be next weekend, August 14-15. A Lara Contest combined finance W run over 24 hours starting on Saturday 28th of August at 0600 hours UTC finishing Sunday 29th of August at 0559 UTC. Now with more on the Alara Contest, Sue VK5AOL Alara Contest Manager joins us. The Alara Contest will be held again on the last weekend of August, that is Saturday 28th and Sunday 29th. Starting time is 0600 UTC. 
finishing 24 hours later at 0559 UTC. All YLs and OMs are invited to take part and it is hoped that YLs especially will enjoy this contest. It's not about making the highest score but to enjoy a chat with those that we don't usually meet on air. We would love to hear some young YLs again this year. We also have invited scouts and guides to join us and we hope it will give them some contesting experience. Some of the committee will be handing out numbers on HF and Echolink during the contest. We had quite a few entries last year with OMs also sending in logs and being awarded certificates. I can't believe we still have COVID around, but Ham Radio has made life a little more bearable because we can speak to the world without leaving home. We hope to support those in lockdown again this year, so please turn on your radios and join in the fun. This is Sue, VK5AYL. The second year of a contest has been announced that will level the competitive playing field between the big guns and little pistols who operate a portable station. Its name, as complicated as is the test itself, is so worth a crack as it is arguably the hardest to win. It's called the Fox Mike Hotel Portable Operations Challenge, the FMHPOC. The scoring metric is the distance per power metric with multipliers for portal operations and the difficulty of the transmission mode, said Bill, AC0W, a member of the steering committee. We are using kilometres per watt as the score for a contact, but those using a more difficult transmission mode such as phone will get a higher multiplier than those using more efficient modes with CW and digital. Hey, you going to do this thing, the Portable Operations Challenge? I'm not sure. Don't the big stations always win these things? No, not this one. They level this all up by how they score the contacts. Well, I bet the big boys are sweating a bit now. The little stations have a chance if they're a good operator. But I'm in. Can we do it anywhere outdoors? Yeah, that's why it's the Portable Operations Challenge. Let's just go and show them what the small station can do. It'll really set the cat amongst the pigeons. Radio sport and a level playing field, I call that. Radio sport is about competition, and you've been challenged. See foxmicehotel.com stroke challenge for details. As I said, complicated, but for all the details and writing of this contest scheduled for September 4 and 5, the rules and other relevant documents are located on foxmicehotel.com forward slash challenge. Oceania Contest. Voice from 0800 hours UTC, 7th October 2 to 0800 hours UTC, Sunday October 3. CW from 0800 hours UTC, 7th October 9 to 0800 hours UTC, Sunday October 10. DX Window Holy Land DX Group in Rwanda. Members of the Holy Land DX Group will operate from Rwanda, signing 9X4X between November 24th and December 1st. They will run three stations on 160 to 10 metres using CWSSB RIDI NFT8 and will also participate in the CQWWDXCW contest November 27-28. The Road to Morocco Listen for Moroccan operators using the special prefixes CN22 until today, August the 8th and then 5E between August the 20th and 29th. For the celebration of the 22nd anniversary of the enthronement of His Majesty the King of Morocco, Mohammed VI. HS18IARU Thailand promotes the upcoming 18th IARU Region 3 conference that will be hosted online by RAST in September. It is on all amateur radio bands until September 30. 
to celebrate the 40th anniversary of the International Police Association Radio Club of Switzerland, look for special event station HB40 Police to be active until December 31st on 160 to 6 metres. Argentina, special event station L21 RCA's QRB during all of 2021 to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the IAA Member Society, Radio Club Argentino, QSL via LU4AA. Poland, special event stations SN0ZOSP and SN100ZOSP are QRV until February 5, 2022 to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the Association of the Voluntary Fire Brigades of the Republic of Poland. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Enningham. Now to the Q News Workbench, the nuts and bolts report where we measure twice, cut once. NASA develops antenna to survive harsh environment. If you've ever dreamt of a perfect antenna, well, it doesn't yet exist, but scientists over at NASA have developed one they believe is robust enough for one of Jupiter's moons. From our friends at Amateur Radio Newsline, here's Ralph Squalachi, KK6ITB, with the details. Think of it as a kind of super antenna. The unprecedented design from NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory is an all-metal structure created to withstand the intensely radioactive environment of Europa, one of Jupiter's moons. Its designer, Nasser Shahat, a senior antenna engineer at NASA, created it even before an actual robotic lander for Europa becomes a reality. He said it was important to be ready for effective communications from such a harsh, watery, radioactive environment as Europa. Writing on the IEEE Spectrum website, Nasser said the antenna is able to transmit at a high data rate, is lightweight enough to not impede takeoff and landing, can communicate with Earth from 550 million miles away, and is resistant to the intense ionizing radiation of Jupiter. He said a critical point was the antenna's construction of circularly polarized union cells that are entirely aluminum. They are capable of transmitting and receiving on X-band frequencies, 7.145 to 7.19 gigahertz for the uplink and 8.4 to 8.45 gigahertz for the downlink. Nasser wrote, quote, Although it was designed for Europa, it is a revolutionary enough design that we're already successfully implementing it in future missions for other destinations in the solar system, end quote. He said that, meanwhile, the lab might make use of this design in 2026 on a joint JPL-European Space Agency mission to bring rocks back from Mars. Nasser wrote that when a Europa lander mission becomes a reality, the antenna will further prove its real worth. Quote, Without a working antenna, the lander will never be able to tell us whether we could have living neighbors on Europa. End quote. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole, VK3GTV. Hello, our first topic is Summits on the Air, Worldwide Flora and Fauna Program and other adventure groups. Montenegro, 4-0. Alex, YU0W, has been QRV as 4-0 slash YU0W portable from several SOTA peaks, but climbs down today, August 8. Have a quick listen out on 40, 30 and 20 metres using CW. QSL to home call, which again is YU0W. 
In other Soda news, today is also the VK1 Soda Winter QSO party, so keep an ear out for those activators looking for chasers. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Digital, Evgeny, UA3AHM slash OH5HM, and Sergei, UA9OV, have developed a mode of digital shortwave communications which aims to be easy to use, capable, and, most importantly, friendly to the operator's resources. Apart from a low-power battery-operated transceiver and small digital interface, only an Android smartphone is needed, which can be recharged with cheap and readily available consumer-grade solar chargers. Evgeny and Sergey have created an app called HF Pager, which allows for use of the smartphone's sound chip to encode and decode audio signals in the SSB audio passband of the transceiver, similar to PC-based modes like FT8 and JS8 Call. It uses rates of transmission of 1.46, 5.86, 23.44 and 46.88 board. Modulation is 18-turn incremental frequency shift keying, IFSK, and forward error correcting Reed solomon code RS157 and a super block by four RS blocks with interleaving. Over in the US of A, Dale Thomas has built Ham Messenger, which is a portable device that enables users to send text messages through their ham radios. If you remember the early days of the internet, you've heard for yourself that audio can carry digital data. Dial-up internet uses a modem that transmits audio through standard twisted pair phone lines. Ham Messenger uses a similar methodology to encode a text message as audio. If someone listening on that frequency also has a Ham Messenger device, they can decode the text message. Messages are not encrypted, so you obviously shouldn't use Ham Messenger for sensitive information, but it's a fun way to chat with your ham radio mates. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. The young ham of the year for 2021 is a satellite operator. Faith Hannah Lee, KD3Z, has been selected as the 2021 Bill Pasternak WA6ITF Memorial Amateur Radio Newsline Young Ham of the Year. She said her journey began at the age of 10 in December 2014. Faith Hannah said she started studying for the technician license with her brother, with both being successful. Only two weeks later, she earned her general. Then, just two months later, she earned her extra. Just 18 months after being licensed, Faith Hannah was invited to join the 2016 Dave Coulter Memorial Youth DX team, operating PJ6 from the Dutch island of Saba. She said that's when she realized especially that DXing is amazing because of absolutely loving those huge pileups and getting to talk to all of those different people. Among her PJ6 achievements was a satellite contact that broke the SO50 distance world record. She wrote an article about the event, which was published in the March-April 2017 issue of the AMSAT Journal. In August 2018, Faith Hannah took part in the week-long Youngsters on the Air program in Johannesburg, South Africa, where she participated in kit-building and antenna-building projects, satellite operations, and a high-altitude balloon launch. Again, she wrote an article about her experiences, which was published in CQ magazine. In December 2018, Faith Hannah and her younger sister, Hope, ND2L, and her father, organized a 36-hour mini-de-expedition to the Dry Tortugas in the Gulf of Mexico off the southwest coast of Florida, where they activated N4T. The girls logged 1,970 HF contacts and 100 satellite contacts. 
a great achievement. Our congratulations. Another step towards space exploration from UK soil has been unblocked with the passing of the Spaceflight Regulations, Transport Secretary Grant Shapps has announced. The legislation provides the framework to regulate the UK space industry and enable launches to take place from British soil for the very first time. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA, OC139. Grant, VK5GR, reports a new operator, Tony, VK5AVB, is on the air with his new licence and is a permanent resident of Kangaroo Island. Tony, VK5ABB, reports on QRZ.com saying, I am the only permanent operator on Kangaroo Island and just set up my station a few days ago. There have been no permanent operators here for at least 20 years and the DX here is amazing with very little QRM. I can work from the east to the west and love my DX as I'm on a hill with a 16-metre tower and plenty of ocean around me. So welcome to the wonderful world of amateur radio, Tony. And I bet I'm not the only one envious of your QTH location. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ILLW, Indian Operation. Operators Ramesh, VU2LU, Leon, VU2JHM, Murthy, VU2MWT and many others will be active as AT8KLH from the Kapu Lighthouse, ARLHS, WLOLIND-091, during the 24th Annual International Lighthouse Lightship Weekend between August 21st and 22nd, QSL via VU2JHM. GB5CWL is the station at the Cape Roth Lighthouse, built in 1828 by Robert Stevenson and was manned until 1998, when it was converted to automatic operation. It's located at the most northwesterly point on the British mainland, quite a distance from Land's End in southern UK. Land's End is where, on August 1st, two hams set off on their bikes for a 1,000-mile bicycle, lighthouse and radio expedition. Kev, G0PEK and Lauren, 2E0HLR, have set out on this 1,640-kilometre expedition to Cape Roth and John O'Groats, and during their 28-day de-expedition, they'll use APRS, Whisper, 145 and 430 MHz FM and HF QRP. The signs used will be G0PEK and 2E0HLR when riding, MX0KRO when at camp locations, and GB5CWL for the ILLW on August 23-24. to Worldwide Special Interest Groups rescued radio. Mars HF net participants aid in response to fatal maritime disaster. An evening Army military auxiliary radio system, Mars HF practice net, in Federal Emergency Management Agency Region 2, New York and New Jersey, was interrupted by several Mayday distress calls on the channel, which is shared with the Maritime Service. That control station, Ron Tomo, KE2UK, immediately halted training and attempted, without success, to establish radio communication with the station in distress. Tomo then directed two other NET members who heard the distress calls to attempt to establish communications and offer assistance. While other NET members were attempting to contact the vessel by radio, Tomo contacted the U.S. Coast Guard station at Jones Beach Island in New York, which alerted the U.S. Coast Guard Sector Command at Long Island Sound to join the Mars operators on frequency. Mars operators remained on frequency to assist the U.S. Coast Guard in listening for the distress call. Several hours later, the fishing vessel Falling Star was identified as missing with 15 individuals on board. 
all from Honduras. Ten days later, the U.S. Coast Guard confirmed that ten of the passengers survived in a skiff and were rescued by a passing commercial oil tanker. Tragically, the skipper of the Falling Star died one day before the survivors were found and was buried at sea. The vessel was en route from Jamaica to Guatemala when it's reported to have rolled over without warning. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. 2021 social scene. VK4, the Redcliffe Amateur Radio Club's car boot sale August 21 at 9am. VK5, the Australian Fox Hunting Championship and Serg Convention, Mount Gambier, September 1819. VK4, the Cardwell Gathering, October 1-4, Beachcomber Motel and Tourist Park. VK4, Sunfest Field Day, Monday, October 4, at the Nambour Showgrounds. The Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club is pleased to announce the annual Sunfest event for 2021 will be held once again at the Nambour Showgrounds this year. Along with our car boot sale space, we will also have a table sales area as well this year. There will be fox hunts and licence exams also being looked at, and there might even be communication from another world on display as well. Don't forget our monster raffle. We're looking at offering some awesome prizes, including a Yaesu FTDX10. Sunfest 2021 Field Day is being held on Monday, the 4th of October, at Nambour Showgrounds, Queensland. Please note, unlike past years, due to venue availability, the event will be held on Monday, the 4th of October, which happens to be a long weekend, not only in Queensland, but also New South Wales, ACT and South Australia. More info will be on the website, vk4wis.org, and Facebook page. This has been Trent, VK4TS, for the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Club. Thanks, Trent. From VK4 to VK6, Perth Tech, October 23. And in VK3, Rosebud Radio Fest by Spark, November 14, 9.30am. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4, Baker Baker. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.